0: Hi, this is Tammy Hill. Welcome to the Live Your Why podcast. I have a special guest from BYU today, Dr. Shalom Levitt, and she's going to be visiting with us a little bit about mindful sexuality. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Hi, Shalom. How are you today? Really good. Thank you for having me, Tammy. Yeah, it's fun to have you. I want to just jump in quickly because I know we don't have a bunch of time, but can you just tell my listeners, what does mindful sexuality actually mean?
1: Well, you know, the idea of mindfulness is just really slowing down to be able to pay attention to the present moment and and to do that uh, with a quality of not being judgmental. Instead, maybe being curious. And so what's important is that when people try to apply this to sexuality, sometimes that's that's a little more difficult than doing it in your everyday life. Because oftentimes we feel heightened anxiety in, in sexual experiences, or we feel really judgmental of our bodies. And so learning to be able to do that during a sexual experience Is uh, it takes a little practice. And so it's often helpful to start off just by being mindful in your everyday life and then continue to try and apply that to your sexual experiences.
0: So tuning into what it is you're feeling um, rather than focusing on what you think your partner might be feeling. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, that would absolutely be part of it. But really allowing yourself to notice, to be aware of what the sensations are in your body. And instead of thinking, oh, I should or shouldn't feel that, instead, just be curious, why do I feel that? Or how does that feel? Do I find pleasure in that? Or if I don't, why might that be? So I think it's just a practice of being a little more, of paying attention to the nuances in your sexual experience.
0: Yeah. And, and being curious to what it is you're experiencing. Exactly. In my line of work, sometimes I've introduced the idea of mindfulness in sex. And frequently I'll have couples tell me, oh, that's pretty boring. We're not really having that much fun. And, <laughs> and so tell me, what would you tell these clients of mine?
1: I would say that when we get bored in sex, it's often because we're not putting in the effort. And so if you're bored with, it's interesting, people who practice mindfulness actually notice more detail. There's more to be aware of. There's more going on than we ever imagined. So if you're getting bored and you think that being mindful during sex might increase that boredom, I think that what the research shows in fact, I don't think I know what the research shows is actually the opposite. People who are more mindful during sex, who can slow down, be aware, be curious, just like we said, they start to notice things about their interactions that had escaped, that had, had gone unnoticed before. Mm-hmm. And it, it opens up this whole new area of interaction with their partner. It might open up New feelings, new emotions that, that they had kind of rushed by, or it might open up more physical sensation than they had been aware of. This is particularly true for women. Women, we know, have a little bit of a disconnect between what they actually process in their mind cognitively and what they're experiencing in their body. And so sometimes we could actually be feeling arousal in our body but not be super tuned into it. And so when women are more mindful during sexuality, that gap closes and they start to be more aware of what's actually going on in their body, which really helps arousal Mm -hmm. and really helps that connection between partners. Mm
0: -hmm. So really slowing down, even though, you know, it's different. It's different maybe than what you're used to. And anytime you do something new, it's, a little awkward or you know strange, yeah. but to continue to practice it, I I'm hearing from you that it actually can really bring out a lot of great passion and emotional connection that otherwise maybe you rush through.
1: Yeah, and I'm really glad you bring up this idea that it will be awkward at first, and if if you can just kind of embrace that and just think this is an adventure that the two of us are are going to embark on and we're going to just embrace it and and kind of laugh about the awkwardness but keep practicing it. What we know is that certain chemicals like dopamine increase when we embrace a new activity with our partner. And so we're really we know that we're going to get good results if we can just kind of just kind of muscle through some of the awkwardness and embrace it instead of letting it shut us down.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. I really like the way you said that. Shalom. So tell me, I teach and I work with a lot of really young couples who are new parents and often they feel so limited in the amount of time they actually have to be together. And so when I suggest the idea of slowing down and being a little more mindful, they look at me like, you're crazy. (laughs) We never have time to get together. We're not slowing down when we are.
1: And so to those couples, what would you suggest? Well, you know, I don't think that that mindfulness that we have to engage in, sexual mindfulness, this slow kind of drawn out process every time. Sometimes, once we've gotten the hang of what sexual mindfulness is, it doesn't have to be a long, you know, hour long experience. It can, it can be just as quick as, as other brief, you know, sexual encounters are. You know, quickies are important for if mm-hmm. we just have a little bit of time to connect with each other, we can do it in a more meaningful way if we're open to being mindful. And so I I would say, intersperse it as much as you can, right? Don't reject it just because it's different. Try it out, see how you can do it occasionally. And my guess is it will creep into every experience you have Mm -hmm. because it is such a better way to connect with your partner.
0: Hmm. I I hundred percent agree. I that's been my experience, and I also really encourage couples whenever possible to earmark a weekend or a a time when they can really get away together and not yeah. have responsibilities of life and That's such great advice. Yes. Yeah.
1: Sometimes we do need to just interrupt that crazy routine mm-hmm. and set time aside for each other. That's one thing that I think mindfulness really teaches us is to be more intentional about the time we have but then also be more intentional about taking time we, we start to see what's important and maybe it isn't being so busy and active. Maybe what's really important is slowing our life down.
0: Right, right. So Shalom, I know that uh, you are... A mother, how many children is it? Five children or six children? <laughs> oh, we have nine. Nine? Oh, my heavens. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, wow.
1: Okay. Sometimes I lose track, too.
0: <laughs> so as a beautiful, wonderful, busy mom with five or nine, excuse me, nine children, <laughs> if you could go back in time and and counsel these young newlyweds getting married, what would you... Say to them, what are things that you feel like you wish you had known at that season of life in yeah. regards to
1: sexuality? Yeah, that's a really good question. I guess, you know, it really would be these same messages that we've just given. It would be to, first of all, not take things so seriously. Mm. If you have some problems sexually, if you could just maybe be a little lighthearted about it and realize together you can work this out. And, and it's through attacking these problems together that you really create some pretty solid intimacy. That if we can be vulnerable with each other about what we're scared about, what our anxieties are, that that really creates this beautiful environment of sharing and intentional intimacy. Uh, So that's one thing I would tell them. And then I would probably say just what we just said, set time aside, make sure that you really do value this time that you have with each other because it really sets a foundation for how you're going to treat your relationship the next 50 years, you know, and, and I know that sex isn't everything but it is pretty important. Mm-hmm. And when we when we let it just become monotonous, like we mentioned at the beginning, or even we forget about it and, and let it take a lower priority, we're missing out on this important tool to give power to our relationship.
0: Mm, that was beautifully said. So then I'm hearing to these young, new couples, one, don't be so serious, (laughs) you know, (laughs) realize that you're learning together and you can attack problems together, stay on the same team. Yeah. And two, to really be intentional in making this a priority in your marriage so that as you grow all together, you have this important connection.
1: Yeah. And you just reminded me of one kind of cute story that comes from my own family, one of my daughters was just about to get married. I think it was the day before and i we had been really open about sexuality. Mm-hmm. I just asked her, "Is there any last questions you have that you know I can kind of help you relax?" And she said, "You know, I think I have a pretty good understanding of it. I think that in a couple of months, I'll have this all down and uh, you know, and I didn't laugh out loud, but I did <laughs> internally. Because like, you know, and I know this is a lifelong process and I think we do get the mechanics down pretty quickly, but the real nuances and the, the little challenges that hit us along the way, it creates this environment, luckily so, that we are always learning we are always challenged to keep knowing more about our spouse. And that's what's so beautiful about approaching this mindfully, is that we can really get those nuances. We can really understand the subtle things that are happening between the two of us. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's a fun story. It's kind of like the story when, <laughs> when the bride's saying, oh, it's all over, and the, the mother's saying, well, which <laughs> end are you at? <laughs> yeah. So. So Shalom, as we wrap up today, this I call this the Live Your Why podcast because I really believe if people can understand what it is they really want to be out about on earth and what they want their mortality to represent and they choose to live, that they're going to claim a lot of joy and feel a lot of peace. So I'm just curious if you could share with my listeners, what is your why? It's a great question. I
1: think my why partly I can't give all my why right here but partly as far as this topic goes my why is helping people understand that by slowing down and being a little more intentional in your sexual life in your marriage you're going to create deeper meaning. You're going to you're going to take a relationship that can at times be fragile and make it much more sturdy and powerful. And uh, I think that that just, that comes with just intentionally looking to each moment and what you can learn from that, what you can share uh, in
0: that moment. So part of your why then I'm hearing is that you really want to help people be able to claim the joy that, is available to them in making love in marriage. Exactly, yeah. That's great. Well, I think you're claiming some of that why, living some of that why. I see you doing that on campus and hear all the students that adore you. And so yeah, thank you. I think you're doing that and I'm, I'm glad you get to. So thank you, Tammy. Thanks for coming on today. It's been fun to see you and to talk a little bit. So
1: my pleasure. Thank you for all you're doing. This is a great project. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well,
0: thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully some of these little tidbits of information can help you as you make some shifts in the way you think about your sexuality. I hope all of you will go out and live your why.